Welcome to Coffee and Crypto. My name's Jordan Freed, and we've got a great show in for you today. In for you today. Uh, I've got with me my two co-hosts, the genuinely funny Matt Harrison. Matt, how you feeling today? Today you've got the flu. Yeah, yeah. FTX contagion. I've been exposed um, in the collapse of me refusing to get my yearly flu shot. I've <laughs> succumbed. Um, it's, a, it's a consequence of not getting vaxxed, isn't it? Yeah, I'm anti-jab. Um, let me just be very clear about that on the podcast. Um, <laughs> yes, <I've> seen, <laughs> yes uh, I knew I knew the vaccine controversy would come up in here. Yeah. Today's show is all about Project Veritas. <laughs> Just kidding, it's not. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yale, you don't have the flu, and you and Matt are not recording in the same location today. Um, but Matt we did record. Taking a sh- we did record in yeah. the same place last week, and Matt went the way he did, and I went the way I did, which is really just a testament to the way we live our lives. That my body fought this off with ease, and Matt's <laughs> body succumbed. <laughs> Matt, that's coming from an Ashkenazi Jewish guy. How do you feel? Yeah, I feel weak and very susceptible to viruses as I've watched everyone around me be perfectly fine. And I just, it's just <laughs> Matt, devastated. Matt's, uh, like Matt's girlfriend and I saw each other on Saturday night at one of our mutual friends' birthday parties. And all of us had been around you and all of us were fine. <laughs> You're just devastated. <laughs> yeah. Just, just absolutely devastated. Well, Matt, we hope you feel better. Uh, we're still going to record this podcast because we have to. The people demand it. And by people, I mean all 20 people who listen to the show, mostly mm-hmm. my mom, uh, uh, Yale and, and my, uh, you know, eight brothers and uh, nine brothers and sisters, and uh, eight others besides us, uh, maybe our grandma, maybe an aunt or an uncle. Uh, I think basically our listenership is consists of friends and family. So um, and, and oh, our friendly folks who read the newsletter. A legion of followers, you might say, when you yeah. consider the, the the monstrous size of the Freed clan. That's exactly. It's, it's pretty big. Crypto still holding up. Uh, the price of Bitcoin at the time of recording here, just over 23,000. Uh, ETH just shy of 1,600. Um, and NFT buyers in the last 24 hours, about 16,000 buyers of NFTs in the past 24 hours. Volumes in the NFT space Still much lower than we were in the spring of last year, but you're still consistently seeing about $100 million or more spent per week. Again, this is down one-seventh, one-eighth, and in some cases, one-tenth of where we were at the peak. We saw over a billion US dollars in trading volume last spring, but there's some top uh, top NFT sales happening. We're consistently seeing sales of Bored Apes and CryptoPunks in particular over uh, $100,000, $150,000. If I actually just pull up, I just want to pull up quickly the top. Uh, I'm not being rude by just looking at my phone. I just want to show the top uh, the top transactions. We had two hours ago a transaction for a Bored Ape, uh, Bored Ape number 8483. Uh, just sold for just shy of $500,000. This is uh, pretty big, $490,000 for a board ape. Uh, this guy has laser eyes. Uh, I'm not going to be able to show it um, on, or you won't be able to see it well on my camera, but like that's, there's a guy. Can you guys see that real that's quick? That's pretty cool. Look at that guy. That's pretty cool. Right? Uh, like $500,000 $500, for laser eye monkey. Undervalued, I'd say. Undervalued. I would, I would pay twice that easily. Three times. Yeah. Even. <laughs> a million dollars. If, oh, I I had, this is, yes. if I had a million dollars, I'd spend the totality of my funds on that. 
on, on that, just just to own the rights to it. Your ent- my entire <laughs> net worth is in this picture of a monkey with laser eyes. Who, how could this go poorly? Uh, the the second largest sale of an NFT, uh, uh, Board Ape two five two nine. Less cool, I may say. Much less cool. You guys ready? I'm gonna get reactions in real time okay. in three, two, one. Oh, there's no laser. Is that like a Playboy bunny years going on back there? Yeah, I'm exactly. Ba- it's, a, it's a Playboy bunny ape. I'm not feeling I, it. I wouldn't spend a million dollars on that. I wouldn't spend a dollar. Well, it did. It didn't go for a million dollars. This one went for a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Oh, I, if, was ready, I was ready to pay two hundred fifty. Two hundred fifty thousand. I was. You, like, you were going to pay two hundred fifty thousand. Well, so, this could have easily been yours. You would have overpaid by more than twice. Of I wouldn't have gone above two hundred fifty dollars. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Now every yeah. transaction, every <laughs> transaction in the top five has been a board ape. Uh, it's good to see the CryptoPunks um, in the top ten, though. You have CryptoPunk, uh, Punk six four seven zero. This guy's got some swag, actually. Six four seven zero just sold for about one hundred and ten thousand dollars. Like he looks like a, one of the guys who was lingering in the back of our karaoke night. He Honestly, like he just looks like Pharrell. Here. Like literally, this looks like a Pharrell NFT. Does, so yeah, cool, with, with X-ray glasses on, dude. And, that's also, this is a great segment for the podcast. Just like let's just go through like all the top NFTs and be like, uh, we like this? <laughs> <laughs> you like this? Okay, there? Matt. I, I Matt. I think you'll like this one. Okay, ready? This is okay. Punk. This is Crypto Punk four eight three one. This guy just sold. For over a hundred thousand dollars, and he's smoking. I think it's a doobie, a cigarette or a doobie. Smoking a doobie for a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I honestly think that if he didn't have the goatee, he'd be worth double. Yeah. Oh. I Actually, think- the goatee it really makes me feel like I have to take a shower in that one. Yeah. I not a, like that. Not a fan of that one. Mm-hmm. There are. Uh, wow. There's. Uh, it just in the past twenty four hours. There's over thirteen. NFTs that sold just again. This is just the past twenty hours. There's thirteen NFTs that have sold for over a hundred thousand dollars. It falls off pretty considerably from there. The next biggest sale is uh, only fifty five thousand dollars. So guys, this one may be a little bit more affordable. Uh, and this is a mutant. Uh, is from the mutant ape yacht club. So it's a mutant. This guy is just tripping out right here. Oh. Uh, yeah. Again, I like the re- I like the resurgence of lasers on this one. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm prepared to offer, I guess again another again a million dollars. I'll double down. That's on twenty times more than what this. Yeah, twenty times Shit. twenty times more than what this sold for. So, anyway, maybe maybe we'll bring the segment back pretty consistently, which is just checking out the ridiculous price that people are paying for JPEGs on the internet. NFTs are here to stay. Clearly, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. NFTs. Clearly, we did. Uh, speaking of, we we uh, we covered that in uh, an edition this week. We did our NFTs dead in the newsletter. Mm-hmm. That was a fun one. It was uh, a mm-hmm. the fun fun thing to to dig in because uh, the answer appears to be no. They're doing just fine. They're actually alive. my my craziest story of this is um the California DMV has decided to go all in on on NFTs. Saw that. Saw they're, that they're they're implementing the the Tezos blockchain. Um, basically, they're they're gonna do their own off off chain blockchain using Tezos. Uh, Tezos. So California, your public yeah. blockchains are not good enough. Yeah, for we us. want our own private. We'll one create here. our own blockchain. But this is a <laughs> this is a big deal. This is the California is the fifth largest economy in the world, like by country. You know, like California, if it was its own country, would be the fifth largest country in the world by economy size. 
and this they are now using yeah NFT i mean just, just, cal just cal exit already california should just be its own country there's like 50 million people in california just break away just break away and form a woke nation of Californians that use their own Tezos blockchain. Just, just let him get through the anger, folks. Says he's got it. It's all right. <laughs> just get it out, Jordan. I, I don't. I don't know where that came from. Just let it just vent it out. <laughs> I just watched the 1978 Superman on a on a flight uh, from from Buffalo um, after uh, a devastating uh, playoff loss, and um, it, I forgot that the entire plot of that was Lex Luthor trying to bomb California off the the map. So that his property in Nevada would be beachfront. Um, <laughs> That's beautiful. Anyway, you're giving yeah. off a lot of you're giving off a lot of Lex today. <laughs> you're giving off a lot of Lex Luther, <laughs> 1978 <laughs> Superman vibes. Yeah, <laughs> which is a compliment. That. Gene Hackman is a, it's a strange a, insult, a but I'll take it. I will take mm -hmm. it. And by I the think, way, yeah. Mark Wahlberg in Nevada, he needs some beachfront property. Okay, Tahoe is a bit of a hike for him. Let's uh, let's bring the beach back to Nevada, shall we? If Mark Wahlberg would never let Cal Exit happen, he could have stopped it from happening. He could have stopped. Yeah, it. He, but he he's was... part of it. He's part <laughs> of the Cal Exit. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg can stop any crises. Any crises. Yeah. He'll, he'll the reason I don't there. think it's gonna happen is Brexit actually sounds good. Like Brexit, like Brexit, like it's a great brand. Like Brexit, like how could you oppose something called Brexit? It just sounds good, but yeah. like Cal Exit is, uh, it doesn't really uh, go together. No, as a compound word, it should be like Cal Entrance or something, or Cal like Cal Calcutta. Calcutta. Escalation. Okay, moving on and try to keep us on topic while we debate California becoming a rogue breakaway nation filled with woke liberals who use their own blockchain. Yale. Uh, so it's a Tezos blockchain. Yep. It's a Tezos blockchain. It's not on a. It's not on the public network, right? It was no. like a Tezos blockchain. So they're but issuing NFTs for every title deed to a car. There, yeah, the plan is, and it's this is not a test plan. This is like actively being incorporated, is porting right, over. It's a done deal. It's happening. Like California's exactly. already agreed to do this. Uh, yeah. They're porting over the existing title deed system to NFTs. And this is a continuation of uh, Gavin Newsom had an executive order for the state to explore incorporating blockchain in as many ways as possible to save money or work <laughs> this on This is a mandate from Gavin this is a, Newsom. This is a mandate to try to explore this. Well, I'm sure I'm sure that'll put him in jail at some point. We'll get into it. Uh, but anyway. Wait, is, he, uh, is he taking payment and tasers right, yeah, right. like under the table? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find out, I'm sure. Sam bankman is going to know something. Um, but anyway, this is... Uh, I'm of course about... Sam would be involved in this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love mean, that I, you threw SBF in there. I'm excited <laughs> about this for a number of reasons, but one of them is that um, I had a... An unfortunate experience with the U.S. Post Office last week, where I went to go get the mic stand. The, the mic stands for our podcast were delivered supposedly to my apartment. Then they weren't, and the post office was like, "No, no, no you have to come get them from us." So then I went to the post office a week ago and was like, "I'm here for my mic stands," and they said, "Huh, all right." When they looked around for a while, and they're like, "I think that the, maybe the guy has them." I was like, "What do you mean the guy?" It said, "Pick it up here two days ago." They're like. I don't know, maybe like the carrier? What's your phone number? And then that's been a week. I haven't heard anything. <laughs> so yeah, I want that... the post office to be replaced by the blockchain, if that makes sense. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. We'll get up. I don't know that that makes sense, but in California, for me, nothing really. 
you know, if we could, uh, if the blockchain is going to bring a little bit more sense and organization to what I see as the one place that reminds me the most of the fall of civilization, mm-hmm. you know, the place riddled with tent cities, uh, San Francisco just is a shell of its former self. And Yale, like, you know, uh, you and Matt, it's a miracle that Matt it doesn't have the flu and you guys are as healthy as you are. I just assumed you walk on top of needles on Venice Beach. My, on a my favorite part of a certain sect of the U.S. population is how much they just assume that hell is raging everywhere they aren't. <laughs> Um, every time I talk to my in-laws, they're like, so have you been stabbed? Are you seeing anything? Are they nervous? And I'm like, just turn off the TV. Everyone Mm -hmm. just put down the pipe, turn off the TV. Everything's fine. Everyone's, Mm -hmm. Everyone's fine. Yeah, the wildfire season frequently bad. They're always texting. They're like, I, I, is I mean, you could live somewhere apartment? quaint. You could live somewhere quaint like Nashville, Tennessee, or like Orlando, but you you choose to live in. Do you uh, want to get into jokes about where each other live? Do we want to get into jokes? <laughs> Let's <laughs> not. Jordan's Let's community not is, is just this. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that a white lotus down. reference? It's All like, of Puerto Rico is just okay. We'll get some right. in the comments for that. I'm gonna be because my role here is to keep us on track. Uh, and if you are still listening to this, we do actually have a lot to cover. Bitcoin mining difficulty at an all-time high. It's gotten even harder to mine Bitcoin. Um, this is just the hashing rate. So while the price of Bitcoin is obviously in much more of a depressed state than it was, we saw the all-time high of Bitcoin in the uh, mid to high 60,000 US dollar range. While that is now at 23,000, between 23,000 and 24,000, the mining difficulty has gotten much ha- uh, much harder. There's a lot of people adding CPU bandwidth and storage to the network. These are the Bitcoin miners adding these machines to the network to try to win the block reward. Uh, uh, miners get paid for those that don't know, uh, you know, just Bitcoin basics, Bitcoin 101. Uh, miners get paid as a function of the CPU bandwidth and storage that they contribute to the network. They earn, um, uh, they're solving these complex mathematical problems to win the right to add a block to the chain. And if you add a block to the chain, ding, 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 you win a block reward of today, guys. Keep me honest here. It's 6.25, 6.25 Bitcoin yeah. today. But in spring of 2024, this really does sound like a video game. In the spring of 2024, the block reward actually goes down to half. And this is a very dramatic event in the crypto world. All of us look forward to it. It's almost like a weird, like perverted, like apocalyptic holiday where we all like celebrate the happening. And the happening is the block reward goes half. It's not 6.25 anymore. Now it's 3.125. And this happens every four years. We're on like a four-year cycle and like the full moon comes, Bitcoiners go out there, we howl. Hoddle, hoddle—that's what they do, and right. uh, and mm-hmm. the uh, the amount of Bitcoin in circulation drops. Now, here's why this is significant: because every single Bitcoin having event, uh, the price of Bitcoin has run up within a six month period prior to the having or within six months after. And this is when the most price action comes because if demand is held constant and there's a supply crunch, the supply drops in half, the price just runs. So we have seen crazy appreciation of Bitcoin price, new all-time highs. Uh, and the next one of these things is coming in, uh, in, in, in 2024. But it's you know crazy to see the hash rate. This was one of our espresso shots in yesterday's edition. Uh, the halving rate is, uh, is, is at an all-time high. 
Yeah, the mm -hmm. current number is uh, it, it currently takes over 305 quintillion code-breaking attempts every single second um, in order to eventually uh, mine and, and uh, I don't know the correct language, you're mine and build a block, find a block. Mm -hmm. Is that record block a build. block? Mine and record a block, is that it? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Block break. Like, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, pretty wild. Pretty wild. No. A lot of uh, similar tendencies here to an actual coal mine, you might say, where the more people working on it, the harder it does get down there, more dangerous. I, I think anything gets more difficult the more people are involved. For example, like if I want to see my kids and there are all kinds of social workers and my ex-wife and her family and the state government and the federal government all get involved, it gets harder and harder for me to see my children. So I think the difficulty <laughs> rate just goes up the more you, you, people you, you are think involved. like the CIA and the NSA are just like mining Bitcoin with all their spare computer and spy resources. Yes, exactly what I'm saying. It's it's uh it's even just traffic. Just the, the more cars on the highway, the harder it is. When you said three hundred and five quintillion, um, I just like thought of Greta Thunberg just like crying, just like mm -hmm. oh that's it, that's inefficient for the environment, and then just like sobbing. Why is that image so fresh in your brain? Why do you have that image of Greta Thunberg I just, crying? Ready just to go? It's just constantly in my Twitter feed of just like her being upset at something. And yeah. uh, I have wanted for years to play with the show concept of like walk a mile on someone's feed because like, what the fuck is your social media like? <laughs> like you show me, you show me your feed. I'll show you mine. I'll sh happily show you my feed. It's much feed picks. It's not that it's not that <laughs> feed picks is better. That's good. Um, yeah. But the yeah. idea of the idea of scrolling through someone else's social media seems like a real trip at, at this modern point in time. It is. And uh, all of our feeds, we are all being programmed to stay in the matrix and to continue to consume our feeds and continue to scroll as long as humanly possible. Mm. Uh, Australian regulators trying to throw themselves a solid little pat on the back by the Australians to themselves. A little bit of a self-congratulatory story here. But Australian regulators uh, patting themselves in the back for flagging FTX long before the crash, like a hipster bragging about that uh, the fact that they heard about a ban long before you did. The Australian regulators are too uh, also hip to it. Uh, apparently, Matt, well written. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a disservice to mass writing. <laughs> uh, uh, the Australian Securities and Investment Commission, funny short for ASIC, uh, sent three inquiries to FTX Australia requesting more information. Months went by. They heard nothing. And apparently the Australian government is about as intimidating as insert punchline uh, here to, wait what that's not how writing works <laughs> yeah. this is this is being recorded there's a microphone in front of your face so confused. <laughs> this is not a draft um but uh the, yes yeah it's, it's just funny so, for anybody to hindsight brag and be like oh we could have solved this it's like it's like an American engineer being like, oh, there are some serious issues with uh, the levy in, in, uh, in New it's Orleans. It's also the exact opposite. <laughs> it's the exact opposite of a brag. It's like all those reports of like someone being like, well, we had gotten calls about that guy. The police had gotten calls about that guy. And we we asked him to come in. He didn't. But that's as far as we looked into that's it. as far as we looked into and it <laughs> we checked on him and we asked him to come in he did not respond because we're aussies and we're not that intimidating but hey 
Australian regulators. Good on you. Good, good on, on you, mate. Good on you. <laughs> good on you. Replace the entire police Good on force. you. You still have the Australian Open and other fun things like uh, kangaroos. Yeah, and, replace the police uh, force with kangaroos. They're far more intimidating. Uh, mm. Yeah, Vegemite. Uh, you have other you have other good things. But, they threatened uh, as, FTX. As, they threatened yeah. FTX with a mouthful of Vegemite, and they ran one. Yeah, but uh, uh, unfortunately, I'm, I'm the Aust- Australian Securities and Investment Commission. It's just not that intimidating of an not intimidating presence. No. What does it even yeah. mean? ATIC. Yeah. Exactly. You never heard of Exactamento. it. Exactamento. So <laughs> hey, uh, thank you. Play again, Australians. Uh, Sam uh, continues to walk uh, free. Free in his mom and dad's $4 million California home. I think we'll be covering SBF at some point this week because, ah, you know, this is not in yesterday's Coffee and Crypto, but I'm going to cover it because it's just such a great headline. Uh, Two, uh, we are going to find out. The judge has ruled that we can now learn the identity of the, I believe, two individuals or two entities. I don't know. They're going to be like obfuscated LLCs. Or, uh, but we're going to be able to learn the identities of the people that put up $250 million bail for Mr. Sam Bankman Freed. Uh, let's, let's do some guesses as to who this could be. Who wants to take this one first? Yale? Uh, I don't know if this is a, this is what everyone else is going to guess. And if it does happen, what a season of Shark Tank we're in for. <laughs> is it shark tank or like a survivor kevin, or it, it, Ke- kevin Ke- kevin o'leary could uh if he put his name on this uh that'll be it's like kevin help me help you dude <laughs> mm-hmm. did kevin put his name on it is what because there's a party no like... there's no way i mean this is a substantial love kevin but this is a this is a big chunk of change guys i mean he whoever up... whoever's doing this is got many 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 billions uh kevin o'leary is extremely wealthy not trying to discredit his accomplishments obviously a successful investor has built up his own personal but he celebrity doesn't have to hand the money over he has to i know but this is 250 million dollars here so um i don't know if they split it 50 50 yeah but you've two guys seen sam bankman up- freed before it's like if, if you pointed to that guy and you're like all you have to do is put all your money on him not running i'd be like i'm not that worried about it mm-hmm Okay, so I do think he's a runner because I do think when things are going to turn, like, and he starts to appreciate it, it's like this guy is looking at a his minimum angles. of twenty years in prison. His uh, ankles are I, so frail. I don't think he could... it does. It doesn't matter. You can run to you can run to a non-extradition <laughs> country. To your point, the ankle bracelet would probably slip right off. Yeah, it'd just be like 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 manacles. Yeah, around, around the around the end of his shoe. Uh, Matt, who do you yeah. think? Uh, who do you think's fronting the two hundred fifty million dollar bail? I mean, we're gonna oh, know this week. Obvious, Ronald McDonald House Charities. It's all <laughs> all of those coins that Americans are putting in that they think are going to orphans it goes right to Sam Bankman Fried. Honestly, <laughs> it's all tied in. You think that like you think DoorDash? You saw that DoorDash was on the list of creditors. You think that McDonald's isn't the main thing that people DoorDash? There's not a single bit of that money going to to orphans or uh, you know housing <laughs> projects. It's all been, I think, funneling into crypto and offshore accounts um every time you fuckers get a mcgriddle it's going right into these crypto losers pockets the mcrib apparently bankrolled ftx for years yeah that's 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 false scarcity right there that's ascribed value that's the it's it's the, <laughs> the, the, the definition of it's essentially mcrib mining 
is is how it works is that we all have to go and pray at the altar of the drive-in and then the mcrib shows up once a year and it's not good it's not good folks i'm gonna tell you it's not not a good sandwich it's not good folks it's not, I, I don't i don't i've, I've never i'm always like oh it's special because it's here every, every time I'm like no it's just it's a, it's a barbecue I don't, I don't think i've ever had a mcrib i don't think i've ever had a mcrib Pickles, also onions and a the only time i ever go to mcdonald's is with you and it's yeah very i love it I love McDonald's. Um, even though I, it's hard for me to not give Bullish. away McDonald's house charities because I know where it goes. They, uh, they just reported uh, financials. Uh, their revenue continues to grow, especially in an inflationary environment. People were worried McDonald's has increased their prices by 10%, largely across the board. Looks like that just added some more profit uh, to their margins. Uh, people continue to eat McDonald's. And apparently yeah. those people are both of you. Uh, so thank if you, you continue consumer. to have the cheapest restaurant in the world, it doesn't matter if you raise your prices from a 99 cents to a dollar. Yeah. 10% on already the cheapest dollar menu is, uh, now that's just a dollar and 10 cents, right? Do they yeah. still have the dollar menu? I think yeah. so. It's called the value menu now. Um, that's because that's not all a dollar. It's not, not most of it is not a dollar anymore, but, um, not enough it, people want to, people aren't, aren't brave enough to say this, but Wendy's four for four is significantly more powerful than the dollar menu. At, uh, I, I, I don't disagree. I think McDonald's is, it's, it's, they've been content for too long. They have they, been. They've, they've grown, they've grown by weak, the ginger girl, weak and flabby. It's yeah. not. So not we've got Ronald McDonald house as a potential, uh, as a potential guest. What about you, here? Jordan? Do you have I, any, uh, I, do you have any actual guests? Yeah. Listen, it, uh, I'm going to give I'm going to give the boring but likely real answer, which is this is a profitable financial transaction for someone that's likely earning interest on this. Sam had some uh, confiscated net worth that is likely going to be attributed to the interest payments. They confiscated like $500 million in Robinhood stock here. Someone looked at this like, cool, I'm going to give you $250 million or and not have to post it, but post a fraction of it. But I'm going to earn 10 to 15, maybe 20% on their money, which is a pretty beautiful payday that's going to be in the tens of millions of dollars. And uh, yeah, I'm going to say that that someone is going to be, you know what, who is going to be? It's going to be that dude that bought the constitution from those constitution, the, the villain. Uh, what's his name? Um, who's the guy that bought the constitution from the constitution Dow? You remember the Dow? The Dow raised all the money to buy the constitution. Come on. You remember this guy? This guy was accused of front running all the transactions. I'm sorry, somebody Robin. bought the constitution? No, yeah, the guy right. bought one of the original prints of the constitution. Um, oh, I'll just Google prints. dude who bought constitution. Um, uh, the first thing that came up is dude that bought Wu-Tang Clan. That's Martin Shkreli. We know that, uh, dude who bought the constitution. Yeah, Friend here it is. The, the hedge fund billionaire from Citadel. Now this guy was one, like one of the most hated guys because you remember during COVID there was the Reddit, the wall street bet guys and the wall street bet guys just fucking turned on this guy. This is Ken Griffin. I bet you it's Ken Griffin because he's such a good villain. So Constitution Dow, for those that don't know, Constitution Dow was a Dow, a crypto project that in crypto, and I actually met the guy at Oli. Wow, this is crazy. It's coming full circle. I met this guy at Sam Bankman Freed's conference in the Bahamas. And we took this like cruise together. And it was like a great, it was like a little uh it was a really well organized, I must say. Got to meet this guy, and they raised really cool group of people. They raised $47 million uh, to attempt to buy a copy of the constitution. It was like a group of crypto crazies that like wanted to buy the constitution. Of course, um, 
Ken Griffin comes in and it turns out to be the guy bidding on the other side of this and ends up winning the auction for what's reported to be in the high 40 some million dollars. It just fucking further pisses people off. Just like this is the guy that's apparently every time you trade on Robin Hood, this guy like is getting notified beforehand and is taking the other side of the trade. Um, I'm just assuming that's how front running works. Uh, but that's that's it. This is Citadel. Citadel is well, they're, they're buying, they're be, bidding, they're bidding on the trades, right? They get to bid on they're the bidding on the trades. trades. Right? They're like a liquidity provider market maker. It's crazy to even think that this is li like legal, but this is what these firms have been doing. It's regulated to a certain extent, but Citadel uh is a massive fund. Uh Ken Griffin's personal net worth is $16.1 billion. So my guess is it's going to be someone who is like casually like, oh, I'm dropping $40 million on a, on a print, not even the actual constitution, but like one of the original 11 prints of the constitution. Like who else is going to put this money up? Nancy I think like Pelosi. Mm. <laughs> Chuck Schumer. Let's talk. Okay, this is uh, not no, crypto joking. related, but like, and 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 I I don't want to get political on this particular show. Yes, you do. Regardless of Too regardless late. of who, no, no. But one thing I will state: I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. You do. The, no, I I don't. I don't for the purpose. <laughs> I don't for the purpose of the comment I'm about to make. To learn something in a House committee, like, for example, a massive antitrust case being open against Google, let's say, and then, yeah, dumping then selling, the, selling the shares. Yeah, selling, selling your shares. shares. It doesn't yeah. matter if, if you're what side of the aisle you're on. That is insider trading. <laughs> it's like blatant insider oh, yeah. trading. It is remarkable that it is remotely legal for anyone in Congress to be able to trade stock. Dude, she's she's. Anyone else like she on paper, if you look at her, she looks like one of the most brilliant stock traders in the world until you realize, oh, OK, she's the former speaker of the House and just was all privy right, to all this inside information. Who else can tie markets like Nancy Pelosi? No one. She's made tens of millions of dollars timing the stock market. I can't believe she's not in handcuffs. That is just like that's crazy. And I'd say the same thing over like a McCarthy or anyone else who's in that freaking position. They're all they're all doing it like literally. The, was it the, both of the remember it was the one primary cycle where both of the senators from Georgia had made like fifty million dollars buying PPE after they heard about COVID. They bought all oh the my PPE gosh. stock, yeah. and then the, they, the people who made money on PPE—they're just freaking villains. Say, it's just like really bad people. <laughs> Okay, so everybody in the world is going to need a mask because we made a law that they need masks. So let's quickly buy up a bunch of masks all over the world and sell masks because we pass a law that you can't leave your home without a mask on and you can't go into stores with a mask on, but you're going to have to buy one of our masks. All like of a sudden, one N95 mask costs $50 and they're like... <laughs> It's, it's like the, very like Mr. Are, Burns from the, the N90. These people were importing the margins on these N95 masks. I mean, the amount of people. Yeah, we have a mutual friend, yeah, the one know. that took you to that uh, charity event out in California. Yeah. But like, I the amount of people I've seen that have like made, and I have another big. Um, he crushed it over in Europe, selling to governments. I won't name his name, but like these people cleared. You know, some of them single digit high high seven figures. Some of them in the tens of millions of dollars, just on these PPE. Uh, contracts. It was like, okay, cool. Let's pass this law that you need, like, you know, a mask and gloves. <laughs> to be fair, both <laughs> the people we know do not work in government. They were not part. No, of no, no. The, the people who just took, took advantage. advantage. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. These are not lawmakers. Uh, these people were young, young hustlers. I mean, how old is the? That kid has got to be like in his. Uh, both of the people I know are like in their early, uh, early to mid twenties. 
uh, that were uh, that that took advantage of that. Uh, we were not doing that during COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. We were hunkered down uh, trying to build NFT.com. I was uh, trying to see how much I could drink and still do my job. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to spend quarantine. You all mm-hmm. not alone. Liquor sales did go up. Uh, mm-hmm. And wannabe came legal in lots of places. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that that about covers the news. Uh, those are the topics I wanted to cover for uh, yesterday's edition. We also are now speculating. We're going to find out by the next time we record this. I realize we've neglected. We didn't really talk about the sadness, uh, Yale. I'm I'm still admittedly depressed. I'm going to bring football into this because mm. this was a slap in the face. I got a commemorative NFT for attending uh, in Yale. I refuse to give you yours, uh, but uh, I, I received commemorative <laughs> um, NFTs for uh, attending what was a disgrace of a divisional uh, football game, the Buffalo Bills versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Of course, we know the Cincinnati Bengals went on to burrow head and then buried their head because uh, they lost the game. Yeah, this is a fun fact. Apparently, every single team that has beaten the Bills in the playoffs the last four years has immediately lost their next game. Which is cool. Ooh, yeah, I I would I like to think that we could have given the uh, Chiefs. We did beat the Chiefs uh, once this year. Uh, I'd like to and think we could have. Uh, we beat them. We beat them in the regular season every year. Yeah, we lose them in but the uh, you know, over my shoulder here, you may have noticed, uh, fellow listeners, viewers, if you can see this. I'm sorry if you're listening to this on audio. I have my hand uh, held a out YouTube like a platter. <laughs> yeah, there's a YouTube channel. Go check it out. Uh, get Coffee Crypto. Uh, I have this Buffalo Bills relic mini helmet on my. Uh, and listen, we are we are uh, we're diehards through and through. I mean, we've been diehards when we were going three and, you know, three and in uh, thirteen, it's, right? It's we were diehards when do, just yeah, hard for it, you to do sixteen minus three. That took a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've no, I mean, they, they did add another game to the season. So I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it is <laughs> they did add. I was like, you know, since, 17 minus three is hard. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I was just since the, since the days of a 16 game football season. Okay. Uh, the, uh, we, we've been, we've been fans our whole lives and it is, it really, really, really sucks that we just can't get over that hump. I'm not going to cry about it on the show. I've gotten it out. I do feel the need that we have to address it because many of you readers, fellow readers of the Coffee and Crypto newsletter, fellow listeners have been texting me really mean things. <laughs> just like, you know, it's okay. You can come be an Eagles fan. It's okay. Come be a Cowboys fan. Uh, you suck, Jordan. Uh, and I know I suck. I do suck, uh, at a lot of things. Uh, and it just every year, Yale, every year I get that boyish excitement that this is our year. And by the way, what really fucked with me this year was that everybody in the NFL finally agreed with us at the beginning of the year. It wasn't just us, Yale, that like, oh, this is our year, dude. Yeah, high five, high five. This is our year. Like we're everyone in the NFL was like, yeah, we agree. The Buffalo Bills are the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Which I hate because it's like this is a team that has objectively been terrible for almost ever or Mm -hmm. has lost in like the most embarrassing of ways for Super Bowls in a row. Yeah. Like it is remarkable that somehow them doing well now could still be construed as like disappointing and upsetting. Cause like, there's a part of me that should be like, Hey man, this team four years ago was the embarrassment of everything. And like, now exactly okay. right. Uh, but what I will say is I saw someone tweet something along the lines of like, would you take one bill's Super Bowl win? And then they just are bad forever. And at this point, yes. 
Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Literally just a, I I would take a Bills Super Bowl win and then a decade of just sucking yep. because it's just like 100% because it's just like we it has been this elusive thing since we've been part of the National Football League since the what is it the AFL and what was Mergers you know back in then 64 65 Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Since this became we've never won that championship. Before when it was just like the American Football League, we had won that championship, but we've never won the Super Bowl since the league has been this merged entity and it terrifies me that now there's talk of like an expansion team one day in Europe and this league is not going to get any easier. It gets harder and harder every year. Josh Allen is seemingly this unbelievable, amazing athlete. He's clearly not, you know, not as, not as, he's, he's, he's not a Patrick Mahomes. We know that. He's not a Tom Brady. We know that. But he's good enough to win it. He's good enough with the right coaching and the right, you know, team around him. And we just can't, we can't, we can't get over the hump. Now, the, the tie in, the tie in of what made me think of this was just this jabbing. This just like Make it about side Christmas. jab of a Ticketmaster freaking email that I get this past week from Ticketmaster. It's been a week, Yale, since we went to Buffalo, since we tailgated, since we sat in the freezing cold. Five rows up, by the way, behind the Bills bench. What a great seat. 50 yard line. Best seats I've ever had to watch a football game. Mm -hmm. It starts snowing. It's like relatable. It's, Keep it relatable. Matt, Matt, yeah. just, just Cinderella, just like a Cinderella <laughs> moment of like flyover. You know, it's be beautiful. National anthem. We're in it. We're sitting and we just, we just blew the game i mean we before the next thing i know we're down 14 nothing we never had a chance in that football game now Ticketmaster had the audacity to email me this week with a commemorative nft ticket uh a ticket stub commemorating my attendance at this game and Ticketmaster, i just want to say f you uh that was mean it hurt mm -hmm. my feelings and it brought back all of this trauma uh, that I felt of you traveling all the way from Puerto Rico to Buffalo. It's not an easy thing to do. Buffalo is dark. It's gray. It's cold. It doesn't have Bad a lot aura. going for it. Yale, we don't live in Buffalo anymore. You live in LA. I live in Puerto Rico. I'm happy. It's sunny outside right now. I can get the sun on my face. It's not all gloomy. But like to lose a game in Buffalo and be like, shit, I had to travel back to Los Angeles. Like, shit, I got to travel back to Puerto Rico. It's oh, not you, a good You thing. left early the next morning, but like I spent the next... 24 hours after the game in Buffalo still. And like, yeah. wow. Talk about losing, huh? Like it's a, uh, it is. <laughs> yeah. I, I have that so much brutal. love. I have so much love for that town, but that is, that is a place that nothing has changed. Jordan and I were driving around the town and we we're like, Oh, look at that office building. I think they, it's a new coat of paint. Maybe it's like, <laughs> that was it. Uh, it's all, it's all, it's all right there for you. Just, literally just the way you left it. Like literally just the way you left it. And by the way, there's a lot of good to that. People of Buffalo are amazing. Uh, we saw family there. So have a lot of friends there. That city, good, that good city wings. is due. That city is due. Um, and, and this uh, was definitely, this was, this section was about crypto. Um, yes. And if you it can't, was, it, but it there. was the NFT that prompted this. Like it was okay. that Ticketmaster NFT. So Ticketmaster has this. And would NFT you say that that NFT is maybe um, a record that you paid for tickets at the game? Uh, no, <laughs> some sort of a digital receipt. receipt you, might say, <laughs> you know, I I like to think that there's some utility for that at some there's point not. in the future. But for me, it really just is like. Yeah, I was actually thinking about this. 
because it took us a long time to figure out how to get the tickets to get into the game. That was uh, awful. Because, yeah. well, well, you don't you don't realize this, but like you get to the stadium and there's just the cell so networks are packed standing yeah. there. No, but there's so many people standing there, and everyone's trying to ping the cell tower to download their tickets at the same time. And I had not downloaded them yet. They're still in my Ticketmaster app. You have to download oh. them and put them in your Rookie Apple mistake. ID, Rookie and then you got to stand. It's such a mistake. You got to download your tickets beforehand. So it's like you know the one thing I have to say is like you don't we don't have ticket stubs anymore. I never have a paper ticket for a flight. I never have a paper ticket for any event. Every concert I go to, every game I go to. So it's like I do get I do get the whole use case. Of like oh here's your commemorative NFT, but like send it to me if we've won the game. This is not yeah, a memory fine. I care to like. You know yeah, this is a. Do you remember when we were kids life. and we would keep like a box of like every single. Like I used ticket to keep stuff. like every movie ticket stub or whatever else. 100%. And then four years later, I'd clean my room and be like, why the fuck would I care about seeing I am? Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I have a ticket stub <laughs> from Seth Green's Without a Paddle uh, right. dated like 2001, <laughs> like at the AMC Ridgely Movie Theater on Sweet Home, whatever, Maple and yeah. Sweet Home in like Buffalo. Like why why did I hold on to the ticket stub? Now there are other ticket stubs. They used to have like the little lockbox that I held on to. I told you this on like the last yeah, episode yeah. Where we talked about the metaverse. Like I still have the ticket stub to the top of the uh, World Trade Center. That's crazy. We went to the top of the World Trade Center like two months before it fell. That's, thank God we were not there the day of. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, Don't, that, that... Man. <laughs> <laughs> very convenient, but no, we all do weird things as little kids. I had a box full of animals that I didn't remember killing, and then I went back. Um, <laughs> my mom showed me, and it was all like it was like little raccoons and neighborhood cats and a couple of dogs, and they were all like they were all completely flat, like little like furs and pelts, kind of dried out. And she was like, You used to <laughs> no way. Where can I have your mom on the show? Because there's no truth to the story whatsoever. Yeah. No, she and said, she started finding the people. Yeah. No, my mom's a psychiatrist. She was just scared because she's like, If you're hurting animals, you're probably going to grow up to hurt people. But then it never um expanded beyond animals. But it was a really, not even a shoebox. It was like a crate. It was huge. So many <laughs> dogs and cats and raccoons. Possibly. This this is comedy for everyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is comedy. He is not a murderer or a serial killer, at least not that we know of. Uh, mm. Please don't be Matt. Um, and uh, if you are, please turn yourself in. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a uh, it's uh, other. Uh, we've covered the top stories, guys. Uh, Bitcoin uh, price action. Any comments on the price action? Any? Um, I mean, the, I, the fear I, and greed it, index is is tumbling into green territory. You know, people are getting greedy. It is. It is. It's starting yeah. to get a little bit more. Uh, starting to get a little bit more. You know, the one story we did not talk about. This is pretty shell shocking of a story. Uh, the. Uh, the well, there's a couple of controversies. I wouldn't say there's a controversy. One pretty sad story. Um, one of the co-founders of the Board Ape Yacht Club uh, found out that he is having some health issues and decided to step away from the project. That was shared in a tweet uh, this week. Uh, but the other is an accusation that this game. So they sold this thing called a sewer pass, and the sewer passes were not cheap. People spent thousands of dollars. On these sewer passes, it dominated uh, the the NFT markets for you know uh, several days. I mean, it still is. Sewer passes are incredibly liquid. They're making millions of dollars in these sewer passes, and the sewer pass allows you to play a game. But there's a a, a Twitter thread where they've uncovered that this game is a game from years ago that they didn't even bother to recreate. They just reskinned it. 
Um, mm. And someone had like found, literally found the game and they just reskinned the game. Kind of, um, kind of scathing, if you ask me. I mean, I, I, I know I felt this. Others had felt this as well. Uh, you can find this just on Twitter. It's anywhere in the Twitter sphere. Um, but the... Uh, the, the game itself is clearly not original. And it says a lot about these guys of like, you know, people are holding these NFTs, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to get a board ape. You know, you can't really get a board ape for under 70 ETH right now. And ETH is around $1,600. And they're buying these sewer passes, to play these games. But like people are counting on a on the founders on the team yuga which is the most well-funded nft community and project in the world uh trying to build a metaverse trying to build other things of utility the company behind the mutant apes the company behind the board apes uh, there's many other projects that are behind the other deeds metaverse as i just mentioned um and now sewer pass you know this is got to be a blow to the confidence of people holding these nfts that these guys are you know are they the creative people that we all thought that they were are they going to be able to continue to develop and create value among all this intellectual property yeah. uh thoughts on them just jacking a game and reskinning it uh for you know the sewer passes i mean i'll hit the like the the broader point here which is um it sucks that we're at all in a point of crypto where you have to trust people like you don't have to do that when you buy stock. You, you can just trust an institution that has existed for decades. Like you don't think that hard before buying Apple stock. You don't think that hard before depositing money into Bank of America. It sucks how much we're asking of consumers in crypto to like try to study things and see if they're real, whatever else. We're so early that there's just so many different ways to be screwed out of out of an investment or about something you're excited about. Like at this point, I, I really don't see access passes being worth anything until you can find true examples and even small, tiny communities that have proven uh, durability and creativity over longer periods of time. I, I don't want to be first to any of these kind of new communities. It's a little, it's nerve wracking. It's not that exciting. Um, and I think there's, uh, there's a little bit more of this than there isn't at, at the moment of people just trying to take the easy way out to make a quick buck. Matt, uh, Matt, I'm have you bought a, have you bought a sewer pass? No, I'm I'm really torn on this one because obviously I take you know sort of the the, the Martin Luther King approach where I think a threat to uh, injustice anywhere is is a threat to to justice everywhere, um and a crime against any gamer I kind of see as as a hate crime against all of us, hmm. um and I I don't like when things are mispackaged or mislabeled but having watched some of the gameplay for for Dookie Dash, and if you're if you're just dropping. How how much for entry? What tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands to play Dookie Dash? Dookie Dash, it's a four four thousand, basically four thousand bucks, right? That's what the sewer pass is going for right now. I think it's four thousand yeah. bucks to play it. Yeah, that's wild. These guys, it's it's just it's basically temple run, right? And for four thousand dollars per person, I mean that is like the most expensive. You can go to like full on. I mean, you could, you could buy the best game system in the world and play the best video game in the world. And you would get nowhere near spending a grand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Seven hundred bucks. We're, yeah. we're talking about the PlayStation Five, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you yeah. could buy a PlayStation Five, a new, a new four K TV, and God of War, and spend a thousand dollars, a fourth 
of what it would cost to buy one of these passes and this play is, play yeah. a, basically a mobile game on your laptop. It's yeah, a, exactly. This is not so a buyer. This is this screw buyer beware. This is like you are you are choosing negligence and ignorance. You, it's at the same time that I want to protect our precious gamers. I'm I get like, what you're saying. Yeah, you are you are a fucking sucker. Like you just yeah. you, you can't you just can't look. Yeah, at it's not best. not a not a good look. And I mean, I think that it, it, continuing to take advantage of people in the crypto space, this is just more of what we're already being accused of of an industry. Like we're in this cleanup period. We're trying to weed out the bad guys. You know, the whole like FTX thing is still very fresh. Genesis still very fresh. Voyager, Celsius, well, people are not over this. By the way, like Tiffany Fong out there, we were just talking about her before this, but like she's still tweeting, I hate you, Celsius. And by the way, Tiffany, I just found this out. Tiffany had, she gained her following for those that don't from, know Tiffany, From losing, yeah, she lost. From losing her. money in Celsius. Like yeah. she, she wasn't even a parody account. She took to Twitter to vent about losing. This is the girl that got one of the first interviews with Sam Bankman-Fried. Uh, yeah. It's like, this is very emblematic. It's a sign of the times. People, bad people taking advantage of like innocent people in the market. Just because you can get someone to mint a $4,000 sewer pass and then go play, you know, a really shitty mobile-based game does not mean you should. Like actually try to create good consumer gamer experiences. Actually try. If you're if you own like other deeds land because you've minted it now, like I I, I can't imagine you're feeling good. Yeah, I don't yeah, own an ape. I, I, my question here is, at what point do we just say, like, Yuga Labs has not been on the right side of any of these things? Like, <laughs> like Yuga Labs it's, it's, is... It's, listen, it's hard. It's it's easy to throw shade at them. I'm. I, we do have to fully recognize this is a company. Like, it's easy to say, yo, you guys raised way too much money at a $4 billion valuation. There's too much hype. These people did lead... And you could argue absolutely led into, and there were people that did get their apes for like an ETH or two ETH and did get them for cheap, sure. but it has become, I don't, I don't, I don't mind as much where it started. It started as they weren't the artists. They hired a bunch of artists. They got these, they've, I, I don't, I won't even comment on the art. I don't like what it's become. It's become like, okay, you got to get the mutant serum so you can get the mute. So now you can use the serum and create your mutant ape. Okay, now because now there's gonna be like this airdrop. Okay, now we've got ape coin. Now we want you to be buying other things with ape coin. Now it's just like this cash grabby ecosystem. And like, okay, now they know that their holders have a lot of money and they just want to continue but extract I, value. I, I'd, make extract the argument, value. I'd make the argument that it was always that. It was always that cash value. I mean, their entire premise of what an NFT is was based on extreme speculation next to no utility celebrity involvement celebrity involvement on television as quickly and as big as possible that is that is not a long play for crypto or nfts right that's yeah. not building use cases that's not building quality products that people want to be a part of for yeah. actual utility or excitement or reason yeah. to expect this company which is basically known for getting paris hilton to buy something um or to, for paris hilton to own something by the way did you guys did you guys see my pac-man set yeah of course that's cool. Have you, have you played with it yet? I think you you still have like the plastic. I mean, it's in the a back. little. It's a little small. I mean, you have to like you have to like put it here, and then it's it's hard to see. But like you have to the the controls are it's it's a miniature. It works. It's just a miniature. Um, it's a miniature game console. By the it. way, like a dream of mine is to always ha- has been to have no real arcade game at home. Not like a, not like a, I mean, like what, a real what arcade, arcade game would you, I, I would do pinball. What would you do? No, no, dude. No, Mortal Kombat 2. You gotta have like, Mortal Kombat. No, I'd probably do one of the racing games. 
Oh no, no motor. I want to. I want, I want a driving. I want. I want. I want a wheel. Oh, so yeah, motorcycle would be very good. Motorcycle. Um, in the also, house. also, Marvel vs. Capcom of fighting games, solid. Yeah. Um, Gauntlet or The Simpsons. The Simpsons one, where you mm. have a part of like Galaga or something. Yeah. Uh, Teenage yeah. Mutant Turtles. Teenage, yeah. For sure. Teenage Mutant sure. Ninja Turtles. Turtles, Turtles in time. Just have a claw machine in your house, and and eventually get to the point where you punch through the glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And all the food in your house is in the claw machine, and you have to teach your kids how to get good at the claw machine. They want to eat breakfast. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, well, hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Coffee and Crypto. If you aren't already, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter. It's a daily newsletter at www.coffeeandcrypto.com. Also, if you've enjoyed this video, please give it a like. Uh, please leave a comment. We do read your comments, even the mean ones. Uh, take it easy on Yale and we Matt. We okay? love the mean right? ones. Take it easy on Yale alive. and Matt. They are just beginning on their crypto journey. They are young, impressionable, woke children. Okay, and they, the funniest comment. Feelings. The funniest comment gets tattooed on the small of Matt's back. Yes, <laughs> meanest one over my eyebrow because <laughs> these haters are my motivators. You're just gasoline. <laughs> you're just gasoline on my fire, baby. Uh, I I could absolutely see you tattooing. These haters are my motivators, like right here above your eyebrow. That'd but be with amazing. but with hate, H eight. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, yeah obviously, exactly. there's not that much space above his eyebrow. He right. Yeah, eyebrow. And then just a bunch of sparkles over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta yep. get It's coming. Hate makes you hate makes you great. Both spelled with eights. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Rock on. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe. Uh, we appreciate all of you. Yale, Matt, any final thoughts? Uh, don't play NFT games. They're not good yet. Bitcoin difficulty, all-time high. Lifetime difficulty, all-time high. <laughs> Feel better, Matt. Feel better. <laughs> drink some, this drink has been some a podcast brought to you from Matt Harrison's bed. I should feel like we're in your room, except I can't physically give you soup. All Uber eats you soup to your house. Someone said, someone send this guy some bone broth. Yeah, I'm, I'm sipping on that Campbell's private stock. Right. <laughs> Exclusive edition, black label Campbell's soup, black, black label. label. Campbell's soup, black label. Barrel, Matt subsists on Campbell's and Jack Daniels. Barrel aged Campbell's chicken <laughs> soup. Um, no, it's been. It's this, this is the dark, dark days. This is the fall of the dark fall days. of the Roman Empire. It gets um, better, doesn't it? It gets better. It gets All right, everybody. <laughs> until next time. Uh, until next time. Bye-bye. Bye, bye.